You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, we are back once again, ladies and gentlemen, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man and my partner, brother, Cooper. What's going on, brother? I'm tired. <laughs> Me too, man. It's been a long weekend, but we got some good NBA stuff for you. Yes, sir. Uh, just a little minor baseball note. Spring training has officially begun as of today. Uh, some uh, inner, inner, spring training games have already been completed, so we are officially getting ready for a baseball season. But today is mostly all about the round big orange basketball. Oh, yes. Because not a whole lot happened with baseball, so that's why we're just going to stick with the basketball. Uh, of course, we'll keep you up to date on anything baseball as the season progresses and gets ready to start. But for now, we're making our way to the All-Star break in the NBA. Oh, yes. Yeah, some fun times with the All-Star break, bro. Yes, sir. Some much-needed rest for some teams. Oh, yes. So let's start off with NBA records from this last week. In the Eastern Conference, the Pistons went one and three. Cavaliers three and one. Magic one and three. Wizards three and one. It seemed like it was a pattern, but it wasn't. <laughs> the Hawks went two and two. Hornets one and two. Pacers zero and three. Bulls two and one. Heat three and zero. Celtics one and three. Knicks three and one. Raptors two and two. Bucks three and zero. Nets three and one. And the Sixers two and two. In the Western Conference, the T.O. Wolves went zero and four. Rockets zero and three. Kings one and three. Thunder three and two, Pelicans two and two, Grizzlies one and two, Mavericks three and one, Nuggets two and two, Warriors three and zero, Blazers zero and three, Spurs one and one, Suns two and one, Lakers one and two, Clippers two and two, and the Jazz finished at three and one. Surprisingly, losing to Miami. That yeah, that's that's just crazy, dude. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a bit of a shock and awe factor. Butler had a monster game. Anyways. The NBA standings as they currently sit in the Eastern Conference Atlantic Division. The 76ers are on top of that at 22-12. and 12. But now nipping on their heels, the Brooklyn Nets at 22-13, and 13, a half game back. The Raptors, also the fourth seed in the conference, are 17-17, five games behind the 76ers. How about the Raptors finally getting their crap together? Right. And getting back into this. Not uh, only that, but how about the Knicks, dude? Yeah, they're also at 17-17 and and five games back in the 76ers and the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. 
The Celtics, though, are kind of sliding a little bit as they are 16 and 17 and five and a half back. That's just weird to think that they are behind the Knicks. Yeah, I would not have ever said at any point other than maybe the first two weeks of the season that the Knicks would have a better <laughs> record than the Celtics. Right. I would have given you the first two weeks because it's early. But after that, I would not oh, buy that. Nah, nah, man. All right, next, next up, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in the Central Division lead that division at 20-13 and 13 in the third seed overall in the East. The Bulls are the eighth seed overall, 15-17 and 17 and four and a half behind the Bucks. The Pacers are 15-17 and 17 and also four and a half behind the Bull or Bucks for, and tied with the Bulls, but the Bulls have uh, the head or tiebreaker advantage. The Cavaliers are 13-21 and 21 and seven and a half back. And the Pistons are bringing up the rear in the Eastern Conference and almost the whole league, but not quite, at 9-24 with 11 games back in the Central Division. Yikes. Right? In the Southeast Division, the Heat have finally risen to the top of the pile in the heap that is the Southeast Division. Still under 500, but are 16-17, and leading by a half game over the Hornets, who are 15-17. and the Hawks are 14 and 19 in two games back. The Wizards are starting to climb back in it. Could they possibly make the playoffs? We'll discuss more eventually down the road, especially if they keep what they're doing going. And they're 13 and 18 in two games back. The Magic are 13 and 21, three and a half back, and continue to slide for one point being at top of this division now, at the bottom of this division. Unbelievable. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy how the Magic went from. Being almost at the top, and the heat were all the way at the bottom. All right, and now it's flipped. It's weird. That's like what's going on here. All right. Uh, they, they're definitely not going by the uh, song started from the bottom that we hear. They started from the top, and now they're there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and the heat could say They say did that. start from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And now so, they're here. So, uh, interesting way of going out in the Eastern Conference. So we'll switch over to the Western Conference and talk about that lovely race that we got going on out there. Holy crap. All right. Starting off with those very hot, streaky Utah Jazz. Though their winning streak finally did come to an end, they still lead the Northwest Division in all of the Western Conference as the number one seed, 27-7. and seven. <laughs> The only team that's yet to lose double-digit games Dude. in the league. That is nuts. Crazy, brother. Right? The Blazers come in in number two in the division, but six in the conference at 18 and 14, eight games back. The Nuggets are 18 and 15, the eighth seed and eight and a half back. The Thunder are 14 and 20 and 13 games back. And the lowly T-Wolves are seven and 27, the exact opposite of the Jazz, yeah. 20 games behind. Yikes. Wow. <laughs> poor T-Wolves. Yeah, that, that poor team, that franchise... Wow. <laughs> Anyways, in the Pacific Division, the Clippers are 24-11, and 11, ranked number two in the conference. The Lakers, a half game back at 23-11 and 11, and third. Uh, the Suns are 21-11, and 11, fourth in the conference, and one and a half back behind the Clippers. The Warriors, climbing back into playoff contention, 19-15 and 15 and four and a half back. Told you, man, Steve, Steph Curry, don't deny Curry. No, don't deny Curry at all, brother. Don't doubt uh, it. Man, this whole Pacific Division, dude, 
It's a race, dude. It is. It's a it's a tight one. It's gonna be it's interesting. It's pretty cool, man. All right, and the Kings uh, trail thirteen and twenty in ten games behind the Clippers. Of course, this was all predicated before what happened already today. Well, unfortunately, kind of had to bypass that. <laughs> so you're getting an up late update, standing. Sorry. <laughs> In the Southwest Division, the Spurs are the fifth seed, the only one in the playoffs currently out of the Southwest at 17 and 12. But the Spurs are just Spursing again, man. They just are there. It's like you look at this conference standings, you look and go, oh, look, it's the Spurs. As usual. It's like, what the hell? Would they ever die? Does it feel like the early 2000s again, bro? It's starting to. They <laughs> just don't have a Tim Duncan. If they do, I'd. Well, I kind of want to see it now. <laughs> but they do lead 17 and 12 in their division. The Mavericks are 500 at 16 and 16 and two and a half back. The Grizzlies, a game under 500 at 14 and 15 and three games back. Pelicans are 14 and 19, five games back. And the Rockets on a 10 game losing streak. What? Are 11 what? and 20 and seven back. Wow, dude. The Rockets are just. Wow. Yeah, that's, we're, and we're actually about to talk about the team right now, actually. <laughs> the, Let's do it. Right? The Rockets have been struggling mightily as, as of late. They have lost 10 straight games they've played. They did have two games postponed, or this streak could possibly be 12. The team recently released DeMarcus Cousins after guaranteeing his contract for the remainder of the season. Cousins cleared waivers and is free to sign with any team, but the Rockets appear to have entered rebuild mode. So it will be interesting to see how this team can rebuild back into contention. But Koopa, 10 straight? Yeah, Holy crap. Man, it's like they're just, they might as well just give up this season, dude. It seems like it, but, I mean, you can't even tank for freaking first because you got the Timberwolves and Pistons. <sighs> and what I don't get is why are you doing this in the middle of the season? Like, that does not look good on your franchise at all. No. I mean, the reason why they released Cousins is when uh, Christian Wood gets back from his injury, he's going to get the starter minutes and try to see what they got with the young guy because he's younger. He's not injury-prone like, unfortunately, DeMarcus Cousins has been as of late in his career. Yeah. Uh, so this gives Cousins an opportunity to sign elsewhere, get some better playing time. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um Word knows already is the Lakers are not interested in re- bringing him back, which is kind of surprising to me, honestly, but that is what it is. So Because of the situa- situation with Gazal. Well, yeah, but we don't even have Anthony Davis right now. We need somebody. Yeah. We need some help. I mean, we finally beat the Blazers, but damn. We're about to talk about the Lakers anyways, because <laughs> that was a nightmare there for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what's going on with these Rockets, man. This this is just beyond. And it's it, it's sad. It's sad to see, man. I mean, mm. I I I just don't get it. It's like, why don't you do that at the end of the season? You're like in the middle of the season right now, and you're saying, okay, we're ready for a rebuild. Right. In the middle of a season, so your squad that's on the team is just kind of looking at you like, what are we doing? You Why really are we don't doing give this? a shit about us, do you? They really don't. It doesn't really seem that way. Uh, other than the fact that they kind of care about Christian Wood and John Wall. Yeah. And I wonder if even John Wall is going to be on the team after this year, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just don't know. It just doesn't seem like it. But, uh, anyway, so we're going to go ahead and talk about the Lakers. The Lakers finally halted that four-game losing streak they were on on Friday night against the Portland Trailblazers. 
It was the first game back also for after being in COVID protocols for Dennis Schroeder. LeBron James had one of his best games of the year as he padded the stat sheet across the board with 28 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals, and 3 blocks. This is one of those throwback games for James who was doing what he can to carry the team uh, that will be missing Anthony Davis until after the All-Star break. Schroeder in his first game back pitched in with 22 points. Damian Lillard did have one of his great performances for the Blazers, but had little help from the rest of the teams for the Lakers to easily win that game. Cooper, your thoughts on the finally ending a losing streak Lakers. <laughs> let's talk about the let's talk about the Blazers, dude. Sure. Seems like it seems like they they, they struggle all the time with this. Poor Lillard, man. I wish he would have went to a better team. Yeah. Um, he's a great player. Well, they're also missing C.J. McCollum, who's out with a foot injury. They're missing a couple guys with injuries, and I think they even have one out for uh, COVID protocol. Yeah. So that doesn't help. But it's good to see the Lakers back in action and, and LeBron James doing brawny things, you know what I mean? 18 so. years in the league, and he's still doing LeBron things. Right. It, it, got, it kind of makes you wonder, like, how's his son going to be, dude? Yeah, well, unfortunately, Barney had some bad news when he had to, had to have a microscopic knee surgery oh, recently. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Well, so he kind of got his uh, year put on hold for that. But, hopefully it's not too bad. But, but you know, I mean, hopefully he's, he's as good as his dad. And we'll... Well, he's got a good rate star rating. He's a four-star recruit, unlike... Uh, uh, Dan Wayne Wade's son, who's a three-star recruit, but I'm just saying, everybody's <laughs> trying to hype up Dwayne Wade's son. I'm like, well, Browning's got a four-star recruit, and your guy's a three. So you know, I think I'm like my next-gen LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> my next-gen James is a little bit better. It seems like to me, but you know, I'm just saying. And Dwayne Wade, I mean, he was amazing with the Heat, but after that, dude, it's just kind of. Yeah, he was nothing in Chicago. So, Went right back to Miami and kind of faded into I, I think it was more, he went back to Miami for retirement reasons. And well, obviously, yeah. That's I mean, but, you know, it's just like. I mean, um, I didn't, I, I understood where he went. He went to Chicago. He he grew up in Chicago. He's from Chicago. Yeah, you want to play in your hometown. That's, that's. Yeah. Unfortunately, just wasn't going to work out. So, yeah. that. It is what it is in that situation. It is what it is. Exactly. So, speaking of teams that have been struggling of late, but finally getting themselves back into the, back into action, the Milwaukee Bucks have bounced back from their recent struggles and are currently on a four-game winning streak that they hope to continue today against the Clippers. Spoiler alert, they did. <laughs> I only spoil that because I hate the Clippers. <laughs> who said that? I don't know who that was. Anyways... What also benefits the Bucks is the return of Drew Holiday. Holiday had missed the last three weeks due to COVID healthy safe, health and safety protocols, which led to the Bucks playing inconsistently. But now with the return of Holiday, this team should get back into rhythm heading into the All-Star break. Cooper, your thoughts on the Bucks finally seeming to get their uh, act together a little bit and starting to act like the Bucks that we know the past Dude, few years. That's awesome. We want to see we want to see that MVP Giannis actually make it. Further in the playoffs and do something with it, man. Come on. Right. We want to see this, you know. Small market, you know. Mm-hmm. Love. That's awesome. I love stuff like that. So, yes. 
it's good that they're back in action. They're doing good. And, mm-hmm. and then, like I said, the return of Drew Holiday will do nothing and but not, help. not only that, but the, they beat the Clippers. Yeah, they beat those Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah, so they beat the Clippers. We gotta love that. Yes. Spank the Clippers. <laughs> okay, it wasn't really a spanking, but you know. I'll take it as a five-point spanking. A spanking is a spanking. That's right. It is by five. You lose, you lose. Speaking of spankings, if you're not, not knowing right now, the Lakers are spanking the Warriors. Just saying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Our preseason prediction got off to a rocky start, but the Warriors steadily have worked their way up to the seventh seat in the Western Conference. Steph Curry will get some MVP love for lifting this team in the absence of Clay Thompson. If the team had Clay Thompson this season, they would be pushing the Clippers Lake and the Lakers and even the Jazz. Um, for the top seed in the conference. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Warriors starting to rise? It's great, dude. Uh, I've always had kind of a a love for the Warriors, man, because when they when they were facing the you know, LeBron James and the Cavaliers, I was always going for the Warriors, man. I couldn't stand them. So, yeah, me too. To see them, you know. Trying to thrive without one of their star players, without the Smash Brothers being together, it's it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's 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 really good so. to see. Uh, unfortunately, like we said, they're getting kind of handed by the Lakers right now. But, but yeah. this would be like we said, it would be a lot different if Clay was playing. Oh, definitely. It would not be this way. I mean, the whole team would have had to be ice cold for this beat down that's going currently on right now. But. I give a lot of credit to Steph. He's he's such. A, I rooted for him coming out of Davidson because he was the ultimate underdog. He's basically kind of like the Daniel Bryan of the NBA. Oh yeah. Because he, I mean, even for six three, he's still considered undersized because of his build. Uh, you know, he had ankle issues coming out because of the way he dr- played basketball. He just he's always trying to move and change direction and stop, and it was kind of killing his ankles there for a little bit and. He got that squared away, and he became a unanimous MVP five years ago and won championships, and he's finally getting the due he's always deserved to me because he brought one of the uh, small schools to prominence in Davidson in college, um, went to the Warriors, started getting them kind of like, okay, well, I can see where the Warriors are going, and then all of a sudden, boom, they just explode. Yeah, right. And take over the whole Western Conference when the – Lakers are down, and it was and it was for how many years? Five, four, five straight yeah, years so just... that we were dealing with the Warriors, and you're just sitting there going, "Okay, <laughs> what's this going to end?" And you're like, "It's not ending." What do you mean it's not ending? It's not ending. You're like, "It's you're like, it's not ending." And then they get and KD, it, and you're like, "It's bad too," because like, <laughs> like it's one of them teams that just like you can't hate on. No, you really can't. Because they were so... They were like the lovable loser through the 80s and 90s. And you're just like... And the two, and the early 2000s. Yeah. And you're just like... You felt bad for them. And then now they're good. You're just like... Holy awesome. shit. We, you know, I mean... It, it's kind of like having a second team to root for. Except for your favorite team. You know what I mean? So. Right. Having a backup plan. Oh, yeah. That's a good plan B to have. And finally, the Heat have risen. They are on top of the Southeast Division and currently the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. Though the team is still a game under 500, this team has finally seemed to round into form as evident by their victory over the Utah Jazz. 
Once this team gets to the all-star break and gets the rest it needs, watch out for this team in the second half of the season. They could potentially make their way up to the fourth or fifth seed, especially with some of those teams struggling themselves. So, Cooper, your thought on finally the Miami Heat doing what science is always saying, the Heat rises. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, not only that, but but their conference sucks right now. So, um, Yeah, you got top teams playing like crap. I mean, Boston. I mean, yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's, it's crazy what's going on right now, but uh, as far as that goes, I'm glad that they're kind of back at the top where I think right now that's where they belong. Mm-hmm. I want to see them in the Lakers for many years, kind of like we've seen, you know, the Cavaliers and the Warriors. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see another finals with them too in it because it was pretty good. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, yeah, because I... I no matter you can tell me all you want about the Knicks right now, I don't trust the Knicks to do to not do to not do Nick things, right? Which is all of a sudden going to collapse, uh huh, implode, which they usually do. So I don't trust them at the five seed. The Celtics, the way they've been playing, I don't know if I can trust them to make the playoffs right now. The Raptors started off poorly, got hot, but could. Could they start sliding again? We don't know. Yeah. And then the Bulls? Do we really trust the Bulls? Are we going to start trusting the Bulls right now? Uh, no. I'm sorry, is Jordan walking through that door? No. I, I bet you can get him some points. Come on, Jordan. Come Maybe. At, come out of retirement, man. Well, Maybe. he's going to have to sell his portion of ownership from the Hornets first. Because <laughs> he can't own the team and still play for another team. I, I just, there's not, see, so I, I just need you three teams. I just don't trust that's ahead of them. And the Knicks, Celtics, and, well, the Bulls aren't ahead of them, but the Bulls right now are eighth seed. And, you know, only a game behind them, or a half a game behind them. It's just like, but I don't trust them, you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. the Hornets, the Hornets I don't trust, so I don't have to worry, I don't think we have to worry about the Hornets. I just don't see, I mean, we saw the, Bucks struggle. This Bucks could technically really implode too. We don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. if the Heat can just stay where they're at, they finally they got to this... keep going and stay where they're at. They're going to be good to go. Yeah. So like I said, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. They at least make a fifth seed, fourth seed, possibly. Mm-hmm. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, this team, this whole conference, really can just go sideways quickly. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, but it's true. It is. It's crazy. I mean, shoot. I mean. The Nets have been looking good too, but we saw what they were struggling with the very first beginning of this super team that they created. And and you don't know they they could start struggling again. So who knows? I mean, honestly, or you could lose one. I mean, I mean, of course, everything everything we're saying, the Heat could also regress too out of nowhere. Oh yeah. I'm just saying though, I have more faith because they made it to the finals last year than anybody in front of them except Milwaukee. And the 76ers. Oh, definitely, bro. Those are the only two teams I have complete and utter faith in. 76ers have Doc Rivers, so I don't see them falling apart. No. Unless that, unless uh, Simmons and Embiid just go nuclear and divide the locker room completely. That's the only way. And I really don't see that because of Doc Rivers being there and what he just experienced last year with the Clippers and that locker room te- toxicity. I think he's got it figured out now where he can make these two work together for the greater good. Uh, and then, of course, the Bucks were a great team last year. They've been the number one seed back-to-back years. 
Uh, yeah, they struggled because Drew Holiday wasn't there, but then they got it figured out. Now he's back in, so I can only expect more things from Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, yeah. And no one else on this freaking, in that d- conference, has shown me anything other than Speaking Miami. Speaking imploding, dude. It's only a matter of time that the, the Clippers do. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen how they did last year, dude. Yeah, they imploded. So, I mean, it, it, it's going to happen. I mean, yeah. so... And that's why I'm also thinking the Warriors could still get a pretty decent seed. Oh, yeah. Um, because, again, there's teams in front of them. Uh, the Nuggets have underperformed, and they're eighth. So I don't know if they're really going to have to worry about the Nuggets because they're underperforming. The Blazers, the way they've been struggling of late, they could get past them. The Spurs, the Spurs are really the only team because of how consistent they've always been since they've had Greg Popovich. They're the only team outside of, obviously, the Jazz who are just on fire. I don't know what's happening with them. The Suns, because they got Chris Paul. And the Lakers are the only teams legitimately that I see that the Warriors will not get ahead of. And isn't it weird to talk about the Jazz like we are lately? Like, what is up with this, brother? It's, It's like the gates opened up and they just... Yeah, they just went on rampage. Well, they've always had the talent. It was just they lacked the... I think they just lacked the um, mentality to know that they are as good as they are. Plus, they they were doing really good. Had Gordon Hayward, and then Gordon Hayward left and went to Boston. And then they kind of went back a little bit. And then they started building... They're finally getting it to, to uh, where they can keep a culture together because we're like, wait a minute. We can be on a possible championship team and not have the pressure of the media on us like everybody else has to be in. Oh, that is very true, dude. Very true. Because you're in Utah. No one expects anything from you in Utah. Yeah. Oh, you made the playoffs. Congratulations. We love you for that. Okay. What if we don't make the playoffs? Well, you tried. We don't care. And you're like, what? Yeah. Whereas, if God forbid, you don't make the playoffs in Los Angeles, New York, Boston, Chicago, any of those. Oh yeah. Um, I'm that's, missing one. That's why. That's why I'm thinking like with Philadelphia. If you don't make playoffs, you forget it. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking like with the Knicks. It's like, how long is it gonna be before they get back to relevancy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's why I said I can't trust they're gonna be that fit. What fifth seed? Yeah, fifth seed. I can't trust them being a fifth seed. I don't trust that. They've never shown me that they can be a fifth seed. So I'm not buying that. That's why I said the Heat, the Warriors are the two teams that can get up towards the middle of the pack, and they're going to be a hard out. They're not going to be an easy win. Hell, if you're, let's just say the Clippers do finish two. Let's just say for the sake of argument, because that's how it's stated yeah. right now. They're two. They have to face the Warriors for seven games. Are you kidding me? That is not a good thing. I want. Mm-mm. I wouldn't want to face the Warriors in no, seven games. Because you know why? Hell no. You know why? Why? Because Steph Curry's going to pick you apart. Yeah. I'm not wanting to play them seven games. Hell That's no. what I did. He's going to pick out, pick them apart and he's going to chew them up and spit them out. Yeah. I'd much rather than see them become a four or a five and, you know, my team be a two or a one or a three. Because then I'm not playing the Warriors for seven games. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Even though I'm the Lakers, and yeah, we're winning right now. We're dominating this game, but this one game. 
Are you really going to tell me that you're going to dominate for seven? No. Especially against Steph Curry. Exactly. And we've seen this last year with the Heat, too. You aren't going to dominate a whole series. We oh, didn't even no, dominate the final. We didn't even dominate the finals like we should have. No. Because that's how good the Heat are. And that's why I trust them. I don't trust anybody else. Warriors Heat. I trust them. And like I said, the Lakers. I don't trust the Clippers. And the Jazz. <laughs> and the Spurs. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Sixers and Bucks. That's all I trust. We can say what we want about the Clippers being doing as well as they are right now. Mm-hmm. But as far as keeping that momentum, is is what's gonna you know? Yeah, might change our mind. Maybe not, but we've never really been Clippers fans anyway. So. No, and I'm I'm always that proprietor. I'll see it when I believe it, and I get to see it. Yeah, and I, I really didn't care for them trying to run around saying, oh, we're the L.A. team. It's like, you have done nothing to prove that. Yeah. Uh, look at Nothing. The, look at the banners that we hang. 17 championships. There's only one franchise in the entire league that can stare us in the face and say, we're as good as you at least, if not better. And that's the team in Boston. And they're not even relevant right now. And they're not even that relevant. But so, they're the only ones that can stare us in the face. Yeah. You cannot stare us in the face. You are looking up from us off the ground right now. You are basically Sonny Liston looking up at Muhammad Ali, who just knocked you the F out. Pretty much. Get t- don't talk to me, bro. <laughs> right. So you can't. You got at least win one to get some respectability in your freaking city. Yeah, it really doesn't matter how much talent you have on one team. No. If you can't put it together, it's not going anywhere. So yeah, that, that's why I still don't see. I don't know if Brooklyn's even gonna really. I mean, they're they're going good for now. But what happens when somebody turns into a prima donna mm-hmm. and decides, oh, I'm hurting, or oh, I want to take another break for this, that, or the other? Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see what happens with it, man. We will. We definitely will. But I'm just saying, you know, until you can actually, you don't even have the respectability of the whole city anyways. Yeah. Uh, you haven't done all the stuff that, I know the Rams haven't won a championship in L.A. since the 50s. I understand that. Yeah, 51 was when we won that one. But we've brought relevancy to NFL statures, uh, statues for statues. Not of only that, the but the, but the legends. The legends. That have come from that franchise, bro. Exactly, in you Los Angeles. You cannot argue that. That's why I don't think, all. that's why I think, I'll always think the Chargers are always going to be the Clippers to the Rams. Yeah. You came, you shouldn't have come. You should have stayed in San Diego where your butt belonged. Uh, you know, the Angels will never be the Dodgers because the Dodgers have won championships in L.A. Sure, did it take us 20 years? Yeah, they also went to two World Series in that time and didn't win either one of them. No, wait, they won one. Sorry, they won one. But still, they're not even in Los Angeles. I don't even know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. But we're L.A.'s other team. No, you're not. You're not the other team. Despite what you think. The freaking Raiders are the only other relevant team outside the Lakers, Dodgers, and Rams. That's it. Those are the four relevant teams in Los Angeles. Otherwise, take your freaking little shoes, cleats, whatever, and head on back to where you actually belong. Mm -hmm. Tired of it. It's bullcrap. 
Leave my teams alone. <laughs> the only, like I said, the Raiders, only because, you know, hate to say it, but NWA kind of popularized being a Raiders fan in Los Angeles, just saying. <laughs> because he, he made you look thug and hard and all that. I'm sorry, it's not trying to be mean, but it's, it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. You couldn't be hard and colorful. <laughs> the Rams were bright blue and yellow. <laughs> it's kind of be hard and colorful. Right. And if you wore the blue, you're considered a crip, and you're trying to be neutral. So guess what? The Raiders were black and silver. There you go. Yeah. That's how you were able to be neutral. Not really have to worry about getting shot in the streets of Los Angeles. And there's that. So, thank you, gangs in Los Angeles and the NWA for making the Raiders popular. Jerks. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. But, so, but... You, you can't argue this either. The Raiders did have some good time, have had some good talent over the years on their franchise. And they are still the only team in Los Angeles history to win a Super Bowl as a Los Angeles team. They have that. The Rams did win an NFL championship, which were the championships before the Super Bowls. So they were technically the first team to win a championship in Los Angeles. Just not a Super Bowl. It's just not a Super Bowl. You can't be now, you can't always be in the proponents of the Super Bowl era. You have to include the whole area in that era, and that includes the championships prior. Yeah. Even though now an NFL championship is basically a conference championship game. But I digress. <laughs> My point is, is at least the Raiders do have a legit claim. They're the only ones outside of the three actual Los Angeles teams Rams, Lakers, and Dodgers. Major sports. If you want to count the WNBA, go ahead and count the Sparks. I don't care. Because they've won championships too. <laughs> and the Kings. If you're a hockey fan. Which we'll talk about Thursday. I'm off my soapbox now. <laughs> Boy, this has been fun. Yeah, I just took a uh, about a 17 minute <laughs> episode and, and about doubled it <laughs> so, with a soapbox rant. Hey man, we all gotta have them every now and then. By the way, Lakers won, baby. Woo! Yes! 117 to 91. Do da. That's awesome. Do-da. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. So we're ahead of the Clippers now. Oh, do do da day. Clippers can go suck it. Oh, never mind. Let's not get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, you have anything else you'd like to add, brother? Nope, I'm good to go, bro. Good, me too. So that will do us do it here for us at Sports Talk with Cooper and Bingman. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.